Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, lorry drivers, not enough of them. Plans to lure some from Europe, unlikely. Plans to bring in the army makes a tricky situation look like a drama and incites more panic. Petrol queues, plenty of petrol, but in the wrong place. And if you live in the wrong place, there's a shortage and more panic. Waiting times for treatment in the NHS. Most people aren't waiting for treatment and it isn't an issue. But if you are, it's a big issue. Public concerns are highlighted with programmes like last night's Panorama on the BBC. The Health Foundation's excellent report, which I linked to in today's e-letter, makes it crystal clear. Her Majesty's Government have stumped up about £10 billion for elective backlog. But the funding needed to meet the 18-week standard by 24-25, the sort of election time, is actually £17 billion. The funding needed to hold the waiting list at £5.5 million is about £13.3 billion. Plus, to do all this, we'll need 18,800 more nurses and 4,400 more consultants. Use the private sector? Well, interestingly, they tell us 60% of the private sector capacity is in London and the longest waits are in deprived areas outside London. So turn the spotlight on Bojo, not on the NHS. This, this is a hiatus period for our nation. Public anxiety is high and most of the public messaging is wrong. In the language of crisis management, communication is a resource multiplier, meaning during a period of multiple difficulties, information comes from all sources and demand for information easily overwhelms the capacity to respond. Misinformation soon leads the agenda and it becomes impossible to get onto the front foot. Resources become stretched and demand is multiplied. Comms plays catch-up. Get on the front foot from the off and communication helps avoid all that. Most negative behaviour can be mitigated with the right messaging early and often. You see a queue for petrol to be on the safe side to be sure you can get to your shift, you join in. It was the same with bog rolls in the early days of COVID. Understanding how people react is important for communications professionals to understand. There are five principles. One, the further away you are from the threat, the more likely you are to overreact. Armchair victims who don't need petrol, but take to social media like they do. In many parts of the country, the NHS is back to 90% of its pre-COVID capacity. The problem is... DH and NHSE comms won't tell us where and how long the waits are where we live. So we watch Panorama and fret. The opposite is denial. That's number two. I won't be going anywhere, so I won't fill up the car. I don't need it. I don't think there are any shortages. Good enough until there's a family emergency. The NHS, it's a confused cocktail of messaging. On the one hand, it's impossible to see a GP, together with the NHS is open for business. And then, we, with, that, with all that as the background, we have a 50-50 chance of fi- not finding the woman with a lump. It's called maladaptive crisis response. Stigmatisation. The neighbour with the understair cupboard full of bog rolls, the fight at the petrol station, civil disobedience. Number four... Fear of the unknown and uncertainty. Know 
one to trust. News media with an anti-Tory agenda will magnify the problems, make them worse. That's the core reason they're accused at the petrol station and why GPs are being attacked. Mistrust of HMG and the media hostile not to GPs, but to the government's handling of the situation, which becomes GPs are paid too much for doing too little. 5. Disengagement. It's impossible to see a GP. I read it in the Daily Mail, so I won't bother. Right now, GPs are dealing with at least 40 patients a day, some in person, some by video. Across the NHS, that's about 1,600,000 a day. Now, that's never communicated properly. The source of the risk is as important as the actual risk. It's obvious HMG have made a mess of the lorry driver issue. People will see that as what is called an imposed risk. Imposed by a careless government and will react with and people will react with more outrage. NHS waiting, the COVID cause of, uh, of it is obvious, but public attitudes will change when they realise government's finance response is inadequate and we will give the NHS whatever it needs is a hawkish promise. False reassurance increases the perception that the truth is not being told. Better to acknowledge uncertainty, say, I wish we could tell you when the NHS will get back on the front foot. We're all worried for friends and relatives. They're doing everything they can. We can't give them everything they need, but we'll do our best and we'll give them whatever we can. The key to all this is trust. Trust in the message and trust that the person delivering the message can be trusted to deliver their message. And there's not a lot of it about. Bye for now. Thanks for listening.